As you know, the On Farm podcast is brought to you by the team at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. And I just wanted to remind you about a new initiative that's happening here called On Record. On Record is a project to preserve voices, stories and memories for the future with your very own audio recording. So we're recording memories of rural life. We're travelling around Scotland, working with families and organisations to capture precious voices of family members or staff members or long-serving office bearers to preserve those for posterity and sometimes for historical value. So if you think this project is something that you'd like to be involved in and maybe you have a grandparent or a parent that you'd like to capture on audio while you can, please do get in touch. You can find out more at onrecordmemories.co.uk. Welcome back to On Form. It's Monty with you this time. This episode is going out in what should be Royal Highland Show Week 2021. Except, unfortunately, we're still feeling the effects of COVID-19 and it's the second year running where the show cannot take place in its usual format. Instead, and I'm so delighted that the organisers have been able to pull this off and wish them all the best, they've got a week-long online Highland Showcase, which starts today. There's a lot of the usual livestock and equestrian classes taking place, live in the show rings, but instead of you being ringside, you're able to view from the comfort of your own sofa. I hope you take the time to get along to that and, um, and enjoy. This time last year, On Farm ran a special series of 14 episodes in partnership with RAS, the Royal Highland Agricultural Society, and that was part of our efforts to keep everyone going through the first lockdown, and also to remind people of RAS's work and the work of charities and organisations they support, like RSABI, RET and the SAYFC, Young Farmers Association. We thought we'd start today's episode with the first couple of minutes from that series with RAS. A little something for everyone who's going to be missing the show this week. I have gone to the Highland show since I was a young girl, really. You walk in that east gate and it's the buzz of the people. I first went to the Highland show with my father when it was at Aloha. As soon as it started to come to Ingleston, I don't think I've missed a year. I can always remember going to the Highland show with a long list, ready to go to Pony Club camp. A schooling whip, even though I already had a schooling whip from the previous year. New numnas, new jodhpurs. And then I think as I grew older and I came into Young Farmers, my interest in the Highland Show slightly changed into a more social scene. That's one of the things about the Highland Show is it's definitely an, an event for socialising and catching up with people. The people that you meet, that you've known for, well, in my case, 60 years. Social media and everything allows a quite a bit of interaction and banter at different times of year, but there's nothing better than meeting up face-to-face and a couple of pints, maybe, if that's what you fancy. From sleeping in a caravan, sleeping in the back of a stock trailer. <laughs> you didn't know that, Fergus, did you? Aye. Um, sleeping in the back of a stock trailer with sawdust on the floor. That is actually where I didn't meet my husband but we we got together but um we won't share that story right now especially when my son's listening what i really love about the highland show is basically just seeing all my friends my birthday's just before so i have quite a lot of money to spend there i used to go with my son as a wee boy and he used to be pulling at my my trousers you know come on dad get a move on you're stopping to speak to 
so many people. Well, now when I go round with him, it's the other way round. He's stopping to speak to people. But I don't pull his trouser leg. I'm quite interested. Although it's uh, June and you're well into like the summer season, that's a lot of people. They've, they've got lambing calving out the way. They've done all their spring work and... You're either want to, you're feeling good about the season or you want to try and forget about it and it's quite a good environment to do either. When I heard the Highland show was cancelled, initially it was gutted because it is just something I always go to every year. It wasn't a great surprise that it was cancelled, but yeah, just a big disappointment. Hmm. What about you? I was literally just coming down for my breakfast or was I coming up from feeding the calves? I was coming up for feeding the calves, getting my breakfast and getting ready to do schoolwork when I was told, oh, the Highland Show's cancelled. What I will miss is watching the Grand Parade from outside the new members' pavilion, enjoying a refreshment or two with my family and friends. Oh, and the £20 that my dad gives me from my pocket. <laughs> We've got to stick by the rules, haven't we? And it's pretty hard. All the, the officials and the directors and the people who were building up to show livestock and the people who were building up to take machinery there. Such a great shame that all that's... It's not uh, finished, it's just laid aside for a year, we hope. The thing that I'm going to miss, my husband and I definitely are going to miss this year, is just not seeing people. Familiar faces that we're probably not going to see for another year again now, so... And the gin tent. I'm going to miss the gin tent. <laughs> well, I enjoyed hearing those voices again. It was great to hear them. If you're a newcomer to listening to On Farm, I think you could do worse than go back and find the 14 episodes with Ras from this time last year. You'll find them in your podcast feed. And it's especially a good idea this week when we're all wishing we were at the show. I suppose in my case, probably wishing I was in a whiskey tent rather than a gin tent, but that's a by-the-by. A second year without a Highland show. It's a big blow for many of us. Particularly tough, I imagine, for young folk and the young farmers who look forward to the Highland show as that one big opportunity each year to get together with friends from all over Scotland and further afield. So, for today's episode, we thought we'd get a perspective from SAYFC the Scottish Association of Young Farmers Clubs, on how the last 18 months have been for young rural people in lockdown. My name is Hamish Logan. I am the new National Communications and Marketing Chair of SAYFC. I'm originally from East Lothian, from a family farm in East Lothian, just outside Edinburgh. And as a day job, I'm a farm consultant. So Hamish, yeah, we've heard a bit there about how much it means to people, um, how much they're missing the show. I think when we recorded those episodes, people were really hoping that um, we'd be back live with a full Highland show in 2021. And unfortunately, we're not. What does it mean? What does the show mean from a from a young farmer's point of view? I think the show is it's a brilliant thing for everybody to attend. Uh, for us as the younger generation going out and meeting people and uh, seeing our friends, seeing family that you've not seen for a long period of time, I think is a key part of the the show. But also as well, like I suppose from a young farmer point of view, we usually would have lots of events going on, tug of war and various other um, things that are going on. So being able to compete in these events and having the competitions as well is another 
side of it as well. And then also the socializing, which was also mentioned in those clips as well, the seeing people and catching up, having a drink and just seeing people. And I think that's become more apparent as well over the past um, 18 months when with the pandemic as well, that we've not been seeing people as much, but now meeting up is much a bigger thing now. And I think going forward as well, people will appreciate that more as well whilst being at the show in future. You surely don't socialise in the same way as we did at the show back in the day. Oh, can't comment about that. Can't <laughs> comment. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been tough for everyone these last uh, 18 months or whatever pandemic. But I would say particularly tough for for young people and, and especially those in the countryside, maybe with isolation and what have you, who would normally be at Young Farmers and that would be their social life. You know, just give us a wee bit of an insight. How do you think people have been feeling? I think a key part of Young Farmers is actually the social aspect aspect of going to events, seeing people and meeting up with your friends in the rural area. Obviously, that's not been happening and our generation has missed out on that and also missed out on plenty of other life events as well such as your 21st as well like that was a massive event for well me when I turned 21 having my own 21st and a lot of people haven't been able to have that so I do think it has taken its toll it has affected uh, many young farmers I'm sure across the area but you need to think of it positively and now positively now we are able to do these sorts of things we are able to see people and we just need to take those opportunities now and try and just basically do them um, and go and meet people I like your attitude. Is this is this you saying to me? You know, give up, Monty. Don't dwell on what's happened. It's we're we're, we're moving forward, and and that's that's where SAYFC wants to be. We want to to move things forward, and we we as young folk, as it were, want to move things forward. I think we have to be. If we start dwelling too much on what's happened, you're never going to get out of the bit, if you want to call it that. And I think we do need to look at the future and come out of this with our heads held high and say, look. Just forget about the last 18 months. The last 18 months has been what it's been. Let's just move on. And if I think a lot of people, if they do think back what has actually happened in the last 18 months, they probably have achieved quite a lot. Me personally, I have achieved quite a lot in the last 18 months, even though I have been in lockdown for a large amount of it. But I think we do need to come out of it positively. We need to think about the how, how the association, how Young Farmers Clubs, how we can get more members, how we can all come out of it and try and move forward as best we can. The last 18 months has been tough for everybody. We all know that. But I think from young farmers as well, like we've not had the events, we've not had the show dances, we've not had the dinner dances, we've not been able to raise our own uh, funding and cash as well to help boost our own income, both from a club level and also from an SAYFC association level. So we hope that this will be able to promote it promote the young farmers and how we aren't actually sitting still we are we are doing things we are progressing events are being organized and lots of clubs have started up doing lots of different things so talk us through that i mean i i, I don't want to dwell on it but talk us through that a little bit what what were the last 18 months like from a from a club point of view with no events with no face-to-face with just nothing that you're used to doing a lot of zoom <laughs> and a lot of virtual events I think clubs made best of the situation. They did virtual events. They did um, do sort of things like mock auctions virtually. They did speech making um, practices virtually, stock judging, quizzes, 
all these sorts of things. And I think that really was a key part to it. Like, it was bringing members together. Okay, it was virtually, but they were still seeing each other. They were still doing events that usually would have taken place in physical but still, you could still do it virtually and people still were getting involved and were enjoying it as well, which is the main part. Um, and I think now now we are able to start um, doing organising things, then clubs are starting to do them physically as well now, which is brilliant. We are where we are. Yeah, 2021, there's no Highland show again, sadly. But there is this um, showcase and it's making the most of what we've all become... I suppose, sadly, a bit too used to the the online event and and and, and virtual event and and but this is going to be something different. This is this is showcasing the best of the Highland Show to the wider world. Um, and SAYFC and you in particular, you've an involvement in this event. Um, you want to just talk us through a bit about what's going on? Yeah, I think the showcase is absolutely brilliant. Like what's been done this year is great, uh, just to show that just to get everybody, um, some of the um, classes back in, getting judging um, and just trying to make best of the situation, I think. Um, from, from an SAYFC point of view and Young Farmer point of view, um, yeah, we are doing a few bits and pieces. We've got our own channel on the Showcase website, which we're going to have um, various content being uploaded onto throughout the week um, some archive stuff some recently filmed stuff as well which has been done and also stuff that's been filmed during the week at the showcase which is going to be put up as well so that's quite exciting we've also going to have our um, Facebook live events on various days um, just touching on different aspects of the show a bit of the behind the scenes and trying to bring the showcase to as many people as we possibly can and then I suppose the main event for sort of young farmers is the Young Farmer of the Year um, 2020, which is slightly delayed 2020, but it is happening, which is great for the finalists as the finalists were all announced back in February and they've not really known what point the competition was going to take place. So the fact it's now come round and they're able to take part in the event um, is going to be happening on the Sunday, on the last day of the showcase, um, all day. And I think they're really looking forward to it. And I think as well, we need to thank our sponsors as well. So ATV Services, RAS, and also the Royal Bank of Scotland. I think they've been a great support in, in this competition throughout the years and especially this year as well in helping us put everything together and get everything sorted out to pull, to get it done, basically. So this is actually, you know, it is a shop window for you. It's a, it's a shop window as much as the show is for livestock, etc. But this is a shop window for, for the organisation, for SAYFC. That's, yeah, that's what we're hoping. We're hoping the showcase is going to be obviously going internationally and not just from rural aspect, but also bringing in other people in the country that are interested in the rural life. And we hope that they will be interested in what young farmers get up to and potentially have never actually heard of what young farmers do. So pulling that aspect into it as well, I think is also a key part. So Hamish, how do we get new members? How do we keep the or take the momentum forward and, and, and take young farmers forward? I think the f there's a few aspects to that. And the first one is getting clubs started up. You're not going to get new members unless clubs are active and are actually doing things. The second one is trying to promote what clubs are doing to those outside the rural industry. Rural people, we are aware, a lot of people are aware of what young farmers are already doing. Our mums and dads were in young farmers. Our grandparents were in young farmers. 
we've been brought into it and that's just how it has been. I think for us to get new members, we need to speak to the non-rural people. And Young Farmers is not just for people that wear wellies, as what it's been captioned as before. It's for everybody and anybody. I think we need to try and get that message out there as best we can. And how that is, is probably going into schools and speaking to people and things like that. But we just need to be actively trying to do that, I think. What's the message? You know, why, if I was, if I was, I don't know, in a small town in the borders, um, not farming background, some of my mates might go along to young farmers, do I give it a go? Is it up to the mates to convince me? What's, you know, how do we do it? I think we need to show members, sorry, show new members what events we do get up to. And I think some of the, a lot of people that aren't from a farming background or rural background, going along to a mock auction is probably very, very alien to them, especially if you've got no idea what an auction is. There's still a lot of, correct me if I'm wrong here, but there's still a lot of um, sport as well, isn't there? I mean, in, in my day, there was we played a lot of rugby sevens and hockey at Young Farmers, and actually that was a way of bringing in people who, you know, it might be Gav's mate from the rugby club comes along as a, a ringer effectively for a for a rugby sevens tournament, but has a good day, enjoys the social, and then comes along to to to, to a few more meetings and becomes a member. Is it is there still that kind of thing going on as well? Oh yeah, that that those sorts of events are always taking place, um, both at club level, so clubs between clubs, but also district level and also national level. Um, all those sorts of sports: hockey, netball, golf. Everything. So there's plenty. That's what I mean. It's not just agricultural events and rural things we're up to. There's something for everyone in there. Yeah. So this is Monday, the fourteenth of June, um, and this, I believe, is is day one of, of of what's going to be seven days of the 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 Royal Highland Showcase. Um, what are you doing personally, Hamish? Because I, I think you're playing a, a a big part in representing SAYFC um, as over the seven days, aren't you? Yes. So you'll. We are doing Facebook live events um, on every day of the showcase and we have got different presenters on different days and I am actually at 12 o'clock today on the first day, Monday. We'll be presenting on the Facebook live, interviewing Bill Gray, um, the chairman of RAS and discussing various different parts of what's what's been going on over the last 18 months at the Highland Show and how they've prepared for this um, and what they're looking forward to for the week ahead. And then throughout the rest of the week, there's going to be various other different presenters from Young Farmers bringing as much as they can of the showcase to you um, on your social media to watch in your own time. Um, and some bring some of the highlights, some of the things to look forward to, where to find the information on the showcase website and hopefully try and get a bit of behind the scenes, interview some members, interview some of the Highland Show directors, the judges, as much as we can. When you say interview members, that's because... You know, the showcase is livestock showing, etc. that's actually happening um, at the showground. So there are people there, you know, leading cattle around the show ring, etc., who are young farmers. And that's 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 your take, isn't it? You're going to you want to speak to them and get a bit of behind the scenes, how they prepare, what, what it's like to be showing, etc. Yeah, totally. We want to sort of show everybody how much work goes into sort of 
getting your stock ready for attending the show, how much work is prepared and practicing of riding a horse around a, um, a course of show jumps and the heavy horses as well, how much prep goes into getting all your, your tack and everything ready for the actual judging. And I think that's a key part that we want to try and get across that there, it's not just turning up on the date. There's a lot of time and effort goes into some of these classes and these um, getting the stock to the best they can. So this is actually really good because, you know, the, these behind-the-scenes looks and interviews, etc., that, that's the sort of thing that you wouldn't normally get in a inverted commas, normal show. It's like bonus content, and I hope people take the time to tune in and see see your, your Facebook Live and, and, and see these interviews, etc. Yeah, I'd hope so, and obviously it's we want to try and bring as much as we can we won't be able to bring everything but we will try and bring as much as we can we're planning on running them for about 10 to 15 minutes every day at 12 o'clock so if you do want to listen to them be ready to watch them on either the young farmers facebook or the ras facebook at 12 o'clock every day and we'll try and get as much as we can for you (laughs) and saturday evening am i right in saying that there's something quite special happening um a joint RAS and SAYFC event on Saturday evening. Yes, uh, there is a very exciting event happening on Saturday um, of the show. There is a game show which is happening, um, being live streamed onto the uh, showcase website for everyone to watch. Um, and there's going to be lots of different aspects to it. Um, I'm not that involved with it, but I do know what's going. Some of the things that are going on, and I think if you just think it's going to be a bit like question of sport, you'll be set up ready to watch it on Saturday evening. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say Keith Lemon and um, what's it called there, um, Celebrity Juice. I thought you were going to be more like that, or you know. Well, I'm not wanted to t- give away too many secrets for you all to enjoy on the Saturday evening, but um, there might be some of that as well. <laughs> Very good, very good. Um, and just, just, just before we go, Hamish, people might be listening to this, want to know more about SAYFC. They might look at the showcase and think, "What well, you know, that's a, a, a real fun organisation. I'm interested in in joining or finding out a wee bit more." Where do they go? Is it the website? I think the best place to find out a bit more about what Young Farmers is up to and what the Scottish Association's up to is by visiting the SAYFC website. There's lots and lots of content on there to show you some of the things we get up to and also our social media look at our instagram look at our facebook and we try and show as much as we can of what clubs are up to at various events um, of what they're up to throughout the country and that's probably your best bet um, and if you are interested in joining get in touch get in touch with any of us um any of um any ways either through the social media or completing the forms online emailing us um, all our contact details are on there so drop us an email get in touch and we'll happily point you in the right direction of where where to get involved i'm going to ask the i'm going to ask the question that everyone likes to ask when they think about young farmers is it just a dating agency hamish absolutely no there's a lot more to it than that <laughs> There's a lot of that, a lot of people meeting their future husband or wife, whoever it is, but it's not just that. There's a lot more to the association and what Young Farmers is. Of course it is. Of course it is. I'm teasing you. Um, Right. Hamish Logan, thank you very much. That's been excellent. It's been great to hear about the showcase and great to hear about Young Farmers. Um, Maybe some of the listeners don't know, but um, we at On Farm and at Seen and Heard have a bit of a mentoring role with uh, SAYFC 
And I would really hope that in future weeks and months you'll be hearing some more SAYFC voices on this podcast. And I, I think that's a, a, a great thing which I hope our listeners enjoy. I really, I really was just teasing Hamish there. Obviously, there's a lot more to young farmers than romance. But since the subject's come up, and I guess it was brought up earlier on in this episode too, what was it, Love in a Livestock trailer? That gives me the perfect excuse to play another clip from RAS series last year. This one's from episode two, looking at the social connections formed at the Highland Show. Hi, I'm Jeannie. And I'm Andrew, Jeannie's partner. We live just outside Duns in Berwickshire. To tell you the story of uh, how we got together, um, we met at the Highland Show. We had knew each other beforehand and had seen each other at the odd social... Uh, we were in the same Young Farmers Club. We were in Reston Young Farmers together and you were really true. good friends with my cousins and you'd been to Australia with my cousins as well. And um, But you and I didn't really know each other that well. And at the Highland Show Dance, you were out with my cousin, John, mm-hmm. and I was out with my uh, Ockencrew college friends, one of the agricultural colleges in Ayr. We had a few drinks. <laughs> Probably fair to say. Yeah, <laughs> along with a few of us at the Young Farmers Dance. I don't think we had actually seen them that much of each other during the night. No. But we got speaking at the end of the night. We did. Probably because we couldn't find any of our friends. That's right. <laughs> um, and we had a really good chat that yeah. night. And yeah, sort of after that, we we started to see a bit more of each other. You started texting me. Uh, <laughs> and do you remember what I asked you? What did you I ask? said, how many acres do you have? Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> and if that's made you miss the Highland Show a little bit more, well, as I say, please do check out the showcase. Thanks to Jenny and Andrew, and thanks again to Hamish, our young farmer guest earlier. Next week, we'll be looking at the grain chain and specifically how farmers could better cooperate to cut out the middleman. I think you'll all agree that's a timely subject. We've seen the recent collapse of Ingalls and Son, the grain merchants in East Lothian and the borders, and indeed up into Angus and Teesside. They've called in the administrators. Harvest is fast approaching. There's all sorts of questions about where's grain going to be stored, who can farmers deal with. So we're going to do a special episode all about that next week. Hope you'll tune in. Um, that will be the last on-farm before we take a summer break. And if you if you have a view on the direction of the grain chain, uh, specifically, I suppose, the malting barley chain should be taking in Scotland, please do make contact. You can get us on Twitter at OnFarmUK. Um, you can get us via the website. And you never know, you might even talk yourself into a starring role in next week's episode. So... That's it from me, and bye for now.